Hello fellow sojourners, I'm your host Dave Layton and welcome to Travel with a Purpose, a podcast designed to keep sojourners and friends informed, entertained, and inspired. In today's episode, we will be talking a bit about some things to keep in mind to prepare for and some things to do in the event of severe weather events. This is not an exhaustive list, but are some things to keep in mind to prepare for and deal with severe weather. No matter how well we prepare and plan, weather has a mind of its own, and we have little control when we find ourselves in our RV during a storm. It's an obvious understatement to say that being in an RV or camper is not the best place to be in any severe weather event, and we can all share stories of being in a storm while traveling with a purpose. Also, it's quite a thrill ride to be driving or pulling a rig during a storm. Probably none of us like to wake up to a severe thunderstorm in the middle of the night with the rig rocking from all the high winds. Oh, and don't forget periods of heavy snow and sleet. Well, certainly before any trip, make sure your RV and systems are working as they should be. Keeping proper maintenance on the rig will remove a lot of potential dangerous situations. Well, let's begin. First, be prepared by knowing the weather patterns and different types of storms common in the area where you're traveling or where you're located. I make it a habit to look at the weather forecasts for where we'll be traveling to and where we're staying at. This helps us prepare for any storms and areas to avoid. Think about things like crosswinds, tornado activity, hurricanes, flash floods, and snowstorms. This gives us valuable information to prepare a plan. Being prepared before an event increases survivability. I also recommend looking on the Weather Channel or other weather information sources to learn how to deal with various weather events. In any emergency, protecting yourself and your loved ones has the highest priority. Keep this in mind as you prepare. Property and stuff can be replaced, but not lives. A good order to keep in mind is protect people, then pets, and then property. Here's some quick things to do before a weather event hits. If you're caught in a storm, seek shelter. This might mean leaving the rig to seek personal shelter. A rig is not a place to be in a severe weather event, especially if it involves high winds. If you have time, relocate away from the severe weather. If necessary, move to higher ground or lower ground, depending on the situation. Well, obviously, higher ground is safer during possible floods, and lower ground is safer during high winds. Make sure there's adequate food and supplies. If you need medications, make sure you have enough to last through the event and that they're in something to keep them protected and dry. Also, don't forget to protect any valuable documents. Keep valuable documents and medications in some sort of a wet-proof container. Even something like a simple Ziploc bag helps. As part of preparing for a trip, check emergency supplies like batteries, flashlights, communication equipment, And if you have one, the condition of the generator. Of course, have adequate fuel for the generator. By the way, if you have a gasoline-powered generator, 
Be aware that gas can go bad if it's not treated. This will make it very difficult to start your generator or even keep it running. If gas has been stored for more than six months, consider replacing it with fresh gas. But you can also extend the life of gasoline if you use additives like Stabil or some other sort of additive that is designed to extend the life of the gas. You should have an emergency battery-powered weather radio. There are some inexpensive but very good ones available that are multifunctional. Many even have a USB plug so you can recharge phones. You might consider getting a weather radio that has a crank generator that you can use to recharge the battery. It's also a good idea to have an emergency battery backup system. These can be quite expensive, but there are some available for a few hundred dollars, and there are some that are rechargeable with solar panels. And be sure that batteries and backup systems are fully charged. Well, you do want to have sufficient food, water, and propane in your rig. It's also a good idea to fill the freshwater tank on the rig if there is not a severe freeze warning. I'll mention this again when we talk about cold weather events. But even if the water in the tank is not used for drinking, it will help for flushing toilets and taking showers. You might also consider disposable plates and utensils to conserve on water and fuel. Before the storm hits, unhook the outside power. Sometimes when power is restored after a storm, there could be a surge in electricity and this could damage the rig. Also, unplug items in your rig that are easily damaged by a power surge, like computers and phones. You might also think about closing the valve on propane tanks until after the storm. Oh, and make sure pets are secure and that you have supplies for their needs. Well, that's just a few things to keep in mind to prepare for an oncoming storm. Let's talk a bit about uh, some specific events we can be prepared for. Well, first, let's talk about tornadoes. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Tornadoes are possible in all parts of the United States, but there seems to be some areas that are affected more often than others. For example, the central and southern parts of the United States are prone to tornadoes, especially in spring and summer. Although usually unpredictable, there are times when tornado watches go out ahead of time and you can prepare. So pay close attention to these and act before the storm gets close. Remember, a tornado watch means one is possible in the area. Or tornado warning means a funnel cloud or actual tornado has been spotted and to take immediate shelter. If watches or warnings go out, tune in to a weather station to keep notified of what is going on. Before the storm hits, secure outside items like awnings, chairs, mats, and such. Don't leave anything laying around loose. Flying debris in a storm is a major cause of personal harm and property damage. Some folks also recommend pulling in any of your slide outs. If you have slide out toppers, severe wind can damage those as well. If you're driving your RV or pulling your camper, remember your rig is not a safe place to be to ride out a tornado or other high wind events. Neither is sheltering under an overpass. 
The wind is channeled through the overpass and can significantly increase its velocity. The best thing to do is to get off the road as quickly as possible. Don't try to outrun the tornado. Drive at a 90-degree angle away from the storm. If you can't get away from the storm, leave the rig and seek shelter in a low-lying area. Well, let's talk a bit now about winter storms. Winter storms involve severe drops in temperature and snow or ice events. Pay attention to weather forecasts and avoid areas where a winter storm is headed. Don't try driving through snow or ice storms. Find shelter as soon as possible. If you're caught in a snow or ice storm, the important thing is to keep warm. Use propane fuel sparingly. A furnace in an RV goes through propane very quickly, so use it sparingly. You can supplement your furnaces with electric space heaters. You can bundle up with extra clothing and blankets and turn down the heater. A critical point about furnaces is to remember to allow for ventilation. A furnace or heater burns fu- that burns fuel can generate carbon monoxide. Make sure your carbon monoxide detector is working. If you're traveling in an area prone to freezing weather, purchase a heated water hose. You can also purchase heated wraps for water lines or wrap them in insulation. These work some, but not as well as a heated water hose. If you don't have a heated water hose or insulation materials for the water line, unhook and drain the water lines. Also, if your freshwater tank is not heated or insulated, it's a good idea to not have water in it. It could quickly freeze and damage the tank. So it's a good idea, if it's not insulated or heated, to go ahead and drain the uh, water tank as well. You should think about draining your sewer lines so there's not excess water in the gray or black water tanks. It's advisable to leave your internal faucets on drip, especially during the night when temperatures drop. Moving water is less likely to freeze. We usually leave both the kitchen sink and bathroom sinks dripping. You should also open cabinet doors under your sink to allow warm air in around the pipes. Don't forget to unhook and drain external water filters as well. We have a water filter in our basement of our fifth wheel. I kept it from freezing during one winter storm by plugging in a small incandescent lamp. The heat from the light bulb was enough to keep it from freezing. But remember, it can get quite warm, so make sure it isn't close to anything flammable or anything that can melt like electric or water lines. Well, that's not everything to keep in mind for RVing during severe weather, but hopefully it's some information you can use. And perhaps it'll get you interested in learning more and being prepared. If you have other information and tips to share about surviving during winter weather or severe weather, please let me know and I'll include it in future episodes. If you're interested in being a guest on our podcast or know someone we should have as a guest, or if you want to recommend a topic for us to talk about, please email me at sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. That's sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. Also, please follow our podcast to keep updated when new episodes are published. I'm your host, Dave Layton, and thank you for joining me. And remember, we glorify God as together 
We travel with a purpose.